millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital, Katie Atkinson. Hello, Katie. Oh, hey, Keith. Coming up today on the show, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital, Joe Lynch. There's a couple of Deputy Editor Digitals Indeed. running around. Well, I think they're exactly two. There are just two. Me, and it's Joe Lynch. It's, it's, it's like me and Gary Trust. We're exactly. both co-directors of charts. Co- our co's. Why are you not co-Deputy Editor? Oh, that just seems it's like a lot, lot, too many words. Too many, too many words. syllables. Well, anyways, uh, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, titles at Billboard, mm-hmm. fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got must-hear music. Joe and the team will be chatting about the new lavish reissue la la. of Prince and the Revolution's Purple Rain album and more, so stay tuned. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode, and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or at KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Um, you know, I think we have actually mentioned this before on an earlier Pop Shop podcast, um, but the Purple Rain reissue was actually overseen by Prince, um, at least in part. Its reissue was announced before he died, actually back in April of 2014. And at the time, the reissue was slated to come out in time for the 30th anniversary of the album and the movie, Purple Rain. But it didn't quite make that anniversary, did it? Not quite. Uh, the album originally came out in June of 1984, and the movie... I. I think came out like maybe five or six weeks later in July of 84. So it would appear that the reissue got put on the back burner while Prince worked on his then upcoming albums, Plectrum Electrum and Art Official Age. Hmm. Well, now that the Purple Rain reissue has finally arrived in time for its 33rd anniversary, let's hear what Joe and the team have to say about this classic number one album here on Must Hear Music. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? How are you guys doing? I've got a bug bites on my leg. I'm Ooh, scratching my that leg. That time of year. Yeah. That's what happens when you move out of the city. No bug bites in New York, but <laughs> welcome to New Jersey. Yeah. I was in uh, I was in Boston this past weekend, ah. uh, shooting off like fireworks and stuff. Nice. So, it's fun. Not by myself, but <laughs> 
mm-hmm. with family members. <laughs> at people? We or? can't verify the, that. <laughs> just walking down the street, <laughs> any passerby got a, a face full of firework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, I had a pretty good weekend. Thanks for asking. Uh, it was New York Pride, and oh, my favorite on the season of Drag Race won. Sasha oh, wow. Ballard, so okay. Couldn't be more excited. Very happy wow. for you. Um, happy for her, really. Congrats, yeah. Sasha. I can't believe that she won. I know you can't. Yeah, you were betting against her, and I told I know. you. I was you watch? Surprised. I didn't know that. Yeah, every day. He's never seen Every it. single oh. day. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the other really exciting thing to happen on last Friday uh, was Transformers: The, the Last Night. <laughs> oh, that's actually actually I was when I was a child the the animated movie I absolutely loved. Really? Um, I've never big, seen big a fan of it. I've never seen a minute of any Transformers movie. What? They're kind of awful yeah. the new ones I think, but some people like them. Some people do. Our, our friend Trish likes them. Shout out to Trish. Mm-hmm. Loves Transformers. Movie. She's she's big yeah, into it. Yeah, she. Do- I don't know much about her, but I know she loves them, <laughs> and <laughs> I know she's seen them all multiple times. <laughs> kind of disgusting but um <laughs> anyways music aside from that so um i'm a big prince fan of course uh as you know anyone who is on the planet knows uh prince tragically died which is the worst thing that ever happened yeah but um this last week we got the first uh he was very i guess mysterious and secretive both in life and music so um throughout the course of his creative career he never really gave people um, and this goes from either journalists or documentaries or whatever, a peek into his creative process. Um, so after he died, like this allowed basically for the first time for his, you know, surviving uh, family members and, you know, whoever else has the, the rights to all that stuff to he has a literal vault in his basement to yep. crack into that. Uh, and even though he never shared any of this, like behind the scenes or unreleased songs, he like meticulously kept. Uh, all the recordings, yeah, and he was a very prolific guy. So, what we have anyway. So, I'll just cut forward. So, the Purple Rain Deluxe Edition came out. Uh, it's a three disc version. Disc one is a remastered album, which sounds great. Third disc is B sides and some extended versions that were on like various vinyl releases back in the day. I think all of that was previously released, but all of the second disc is previously unreleased stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's about an hour of new Prince music. Um, it's absolutely incredible. I listened to it like five times, one after the other. It's just like, it's basically like in a lot of ways a new Prince album from his like creative peak of like eighty three and eighty four. Um, it's not like demos or anything. Like it's not. This isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, here's an alternate mix version, and you listen to it, and you're like, I guess that sounds sort of different. This is at least yeah, like finished. entirely like finished, produced. Like, there's strings, there's... The mixing is done, like, meticulously. Um, it's just incredible stuff. So, the one ones I want to talk about are uh, Our Destiny slash Roadhouse Garden. Yeah. Uh, which is a really lovely, beautiful song. Uh, what did you guys... Did you guys listen to that one? It reminded me of Baby I'm a Star a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of, you know, the whole tempo and... And the way it's arranged. Uh, my my question, just kind of zooming out from from these songs, like, does any part of of you feel icky while listening to them? Because clearly Prince didn't want them out. Um, I feel like that a little bit. Yeah. Part of me, yeah. And I, I wrote, we have a thing called the Album of the Week now, and I wrote a little bit, vaguely touched on that. It is a little odd. Like, there's no denying, like, if he hadn't died, we wouldn't have this right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, these aren't things that he never wanted released. It's just that he hadn't released them. In fact, in 1998, I think, he... So Roadhouse Garden, 
was this unreleased album. So it's uh, albums, or excuse me, songs he recorded with the Revolution mm-hmm. in the 80s. And then around 98, 99, he announced that he was going to release these songs as an album called Roadhouse Garden, including yeah. the song. Um, and then for whatever reason, he changed his mind and didn't release it. Mm-hmm. And he had always kind of talked about these things getting released eventually, just for whatever reason, he, not, he didn't get around to it. So it's not so much that these are like like publishing someone's journals. It's not like these were like diaries he never wanted people to see. These were things he was probably going to release at some point, but just never ended up doing that. Yep. So it's not super creepy, but I agree. It's, I mean, it's odd, I would say. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's super creepy. It's kind of like when... Uh... <laughs> it's definitely better when than when Michael Jackson passed away. Do you remember the the album that came out after that yes. with Akon and Fifty Cent and it was called Michael right. and it came out uh, about a year and change after he passed away and it was not very good. And then they made Escape a couple of years mm-hmm. later and that was actually pretty good. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is not the case of like. Someone dies and they take like a couple half finished songs Featuring and you know Akon. and throw Akon on them. Or... What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Purple Rain featuring Akon. Have you heard that version? Right. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Um, no, I I I, I liked um, um, Roadhouse. What? Am, why? Why am I blanking on the name? Roadhouse, Roadhouse Garden. Garden. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, I I liked it. Yeah. I, it definitely had like it, it was cool to hear something. Because uh, Purple Rain is one of my favorite albums as well. It, it's it's cool to hear something from clearly from that era. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't like a Prince song that was made in 1993. This was mm-hmm. made during the height of Purple Rain and that project that's his his greatest. And even though like you can you can have some quibbles of like oh this should have made the cut or it shouldn't have but like it's just it's just a cool thing to hear yeah something from that time period what what do you think mm. Lindsay? um i actually think whenever something like this happens where they put out unreleased or expanded versions like the other song you picked which i'm blinking on that title but yeah we'll get it? to that in a second well yeah. of the two Shelled that you picked Lindsay. sorry yeah. wow. I'm, I'm gonna go into it anyway just because mm-hmm. it's my main point but... all right fine Thank well you. the <laughs> other one i wanted yeah was uh there's a so on the album there's computer blue a four minute edit of it and this mm-hmm. is the first release of the full 12 minute unedited version yes. which is absolutely bonkers and very very cool i think i totally Jason agree. refused to listen to it but yeah what? it's true no, I did. Yeah, you listen. To I don't. I, I don't want to hear the. T- I, I don't want to hear Computer Blue. Oh, I don't know, Twelve, 12 minutes. minutes. No, okay. no way. No thanks. Well, it was crazy, and see, I like hearing something like that instead because it's just like a looser mm-hmm. rendition of a song that people already know and love. Um, so it's cool just to hear like, oh, that's how long it actually went for, and like yeah. that's what it is, not cut down and trimmed to be like this perfect mm-hmm. song for the album. Totally. Um, so of the two you picked, that's my favorite. Yes. I Yeah. Sorry, so basically, guys. like, and the same thing is true of uh, Let's Go Crazy. They recorded, mm-hmm. I think the original version is about eight minutes, and that was released back in the 80s on a single. Yeah. Um, so the album version of Let's Go Crazy is an edited version. Um, but the full computer blue is a, like, you listen to the album version, like, it's a weird song, but it's pretty meticulously put together. Yep. Like, yeah. this 12-minute version that we've just got for the first time is just, like, insane. Like, it starts pretty much the same, and then it just completely goes off into a weird tangent where there's just this, like, pulsating, like, unstoppable beat that just keeps going while, like, random guitar licks are going. Um, the synths are, like, sound like the person playing them is possessed. Uh, <laughs> instead of lyrics, it's just, like, weird spoken words sections. 
where Prince is like talking about something about like the sun exploding. Wow. Uh, Wendy or Lisa is mm-hmm. talking to the computer <laughs> and she goes, poor lonely computer. You don't know the difference between love or lust or stuff like that. Oh, wow. It's just like... It's wild, yeah. It's very, very cool. I walked into the office, heard you saying the same thing to your MacBook <laughs> the other day. I was kind of stroking it and, yeah. I was like, Joe, we have a As meeting. As you do every Monday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta start the week right. Yep. Um, anyways, though, so both of those, those are my two highlights. And yeah, the um, as for Roadhouse Garden itself, it's a very, like, uh, it reminds me of the next album after this, which was uh, Around the World in a Day, which is kind of his Sergeant Peppery, like yeah. psychedelic pastoral That's a good point. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but let's listen to. Oh, we should have did this. Well, maybe we'll we'll throw the crazy computer blue on at the end of this episode. But let's listen to a little bit of uh, of uh, Roadhouse Garden right now. See the dog come inside. It's all right. It's all right. Right, that was Prince uh, Roadhouse Garden from the Purple Rain Deluxe, which is absolutely incredible. Album of the year 2017 is <laughs> a recording from 1984. Wow. Um, Great. But let's let's talk about a, uh, a Jason pick. So we have, what do we have from you? Oh, Vince Staples. Vince Staples. Big Fish. Yeah, so uh, Vince Staples' new album, Big Fish Theory, came out last week. And yeah, already one of my favorite albums of the year after wow. a couple of listens. Yeah, it's um, I need to dive more into it. But like, you know, it's funny because I've always Vince Staples is somebody who I've always appreciated from uh, the beginnings, but didn't never like from Blue Suede and, and on uh, never really fell in love with any of his albums. Obviously, um, you know, you had Summertime 06 and you, you th- there were some great singles, but I didn't love uh, his his projects like straight through and then this one came out and I was like alright this is it this is the one for me because it's like it's kind of an homage to electronic music mm-hmm. and, and like deep house and grime and mm-hmm. but with him kind of doing his thing over everything and again I, I you know it only came out a few days ago I don't want to uh, get too deep into it because I haven't gotten too deep into it but uh, yeah Big Fish I've, I've listened to which is the second track on the album I've listened to like 18 times um, it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just like such a fun, like driving around song, uh, when I'm driving around Nutley, New Jersey, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. <laughs> As one hey, is You just doxed do. yourself, by the way. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's <laughs> 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 true. Uh, I, I have no regrets. Uh, yeah. And, um, he sounds great on it, but it has, it has this, this huge hook that kind of reminds me of like. Uh, of like clips and Birdman and big timers, everything from the early two thousands, and that I really appreciate. And yeah, well, what would you guys think? I really liked it too. I will say, from the album as a whole, I expected it to be a little bit more political, mm-hmm. just compared yeah, to what fair. he's done. Um, but the one song that was, what is it, Bag Back? Is that how you say? Yeah. Um, I think that's like the main politically driven song on the album. Yeah. So at least there was something. But Big Fish is probably my favorite track as well yeah and i like the direction i think you're a big fan of grime yeah i think that's oh, totally stormzy yeah that's uh, who comes to mind but i definitely noticed that too and that's what i like about it it's it was unexpected um maybe just because i haven't been following his career so maybe it was a little yeah on the nose for him but yeah i'm a big fan yeah what do you think 
Um, I liked it. I still haven't listened. I mean, the album came out Friday. My Friday was consumed with Prince, and sure. then it was Pride Weekend, That's so fair. I didn't get anything else done. You didn't blast Vince Staples <laughs> while driving Pride around Nutley. It was not Come played on. while no. driving around Nutley. Um, no, so I've, I've not sat with the album yet. So everyone listening to this podcast is taking notes. Oh, so that that's the New Jersey mm. town Jason frequents. Okay. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> Nutley Diner, if you want to really find out where oh, Jason wow. is. Uh, anyways, oh no, I so sorry. Wow, we got. I really started just thinking about diners for a second. That's I was okay. Like, mm. mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Vince Staples' Big Fish. I I like the song a lot. I still haven't sat with the full album, so I can't really speak to that. Um, But the couple songs I've heard leading up to it, I've liked. Um, I'm kind of glad to hear you say that because I liked, like, when the last album I, like, appreciated, Summertime 06, but I definitely did, like, I feel like everyone in music journalism was just, like, absolutely in love with it. And I was like, oh, this is really good, but it wasn't something that I, like, wanted to return to frequently. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was almost like a like an admiration instead of like a like a passion for me in terms of right his, his yes. stuff. But you know that, and that's the thing is that it just didn't connect with me personally. This this one definitely does. Uh, the whole album is is really really fantastic, and uh, yeah, Big Fish is is kind of a a good jumping off point. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's give a little listen to let's. Big Fish from Big Fish Theory. Kids trying to get him on a straight path. Got the lanes mad, know they hate to see me make cash. Got the space dash in the forum with the GPS address to your mama house. Conversation, conversations, what I'm all about. Took the smart route, never been marked out. Should have been dead broke, should have been chalked out. But- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, that was new Vince Staples. Uh, Lindsay... Let's yep. talk Lindsay. about your pick. I think uh, Lindsay won the podcast this week with this pick. I think so. So All right, I'll take it. Group is Parcels. Song yes. is Overnight. Yep. What can you tell us about this? Well, um, about the band in general, because I feel like people are probably unfamiliar with them, as mm-hmm. I was. Um, they all have familiar. beautiful hair. That's mm, probably the biggest takeaway. So they formed in 2014, not too long ago. They're Australian, but then they moved to Berlin. Which Ooh, makes like a lot of sense. the new art capital of the world, basically. Totally. <laughs> and when you listen to them, though, like, I think what I was reading, like, they wanted to move there because of the, like, deep house and techno influences, mm-hmm. and that's so clear on their music. And this song I love, it was produced by Daft Punk, who I'm a huge fan of, and that it's very obvious when yeah. you listen to it. Like, it could have almost been on Random Access Memories. Yeah, that's definitely what I thought. Which I'm fine with. Like, if you want to 
have Daft Punk stamp your music, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so good. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, I, I listened to it uh, when it came out last week. And yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's it's totally like comfort food. It's mm-hmm. like this throwback, easy listening, but danceable disco vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime you got that Daft Punk cosign, it's kind of like when, um, you know, the, like back in the day when it was like you had these, um, remember when... Uh, Michelle Gondry would direct a music video from just a complete mm-hmm. unknown artist and you'd be like, Oh, who are these? I gotta check these out. Yeah. I, I kinda felt like this with the, I was like, Oh, Daft Punk produced this. This is great. I gotta yeah, check exactly. it out. Um shout out to Michelle Gondry. Who made, who made some, <laughs> He's uh, definitely listening right well, now. Remember like uh like uh stereogram, walkie talkie man with mm-hmm. the yarn. That was a great video. Then uh he did didn't he do a metronomy video? Anyway, I'm going down him rabbit hole but mm-hmm. no it's 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 cool you have this association and then the song is also great and now this opens up parcels to a whole new audience yeah yeah i mean i agree with what you're saying you know the whole like disco funk thing is certainly up my alley it's something mm-hmm. i'm never gonna be mad at listening to um it must just be crazy though for this ba- i mean i don't know their history but like like you're a new-ish band and then like daft punk is like oh we'll produce you like yeah that must be just astonishing um but but yeah and it's also just so weird like i mean daft punk always had this vibe but like that they've just become the like torchbearers for like you know they're like french djs and now Mm -hmm. they're torchbearers for a very like american like music genre like late 70s new york funk disco um it's just like so odd to me you know what makes me a little bit sad thing when um somebody uh i i read something about this song that was like why couldn't daft punk had made this song for phoenix and i was just like what i do i feel i kind of feel that way i feel like this could have fit in on the as the Uh, first single on the new phoenix record Lindsay's not feeling that take uh, too hot of a take (laughs) scorching yes (laughs) i'm not super into phoenix honestly wow like those singles that were, you know, like Listomania. Yes, exactly. like, those were great, but it's just, they're not a band I love. Wow. wow. Yeah, Sorry. I'm, I'm happy for Parcels in this situation. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what to say. But, you uh, just, Jason, you just want the rich to keep getting richer. Yeah. And the poor, like Parcels, to stay poorer. <laughs> the Prince and the Parcels. I find that disgusting. <laughs> yeah. The Prince and the Parcels, that's the name of this podcast yeah. episode. Incredible. That should be the name of their album. Yeah. Um, oh man, that's good. All right, um, let's listen to it. So it's Parcels. This song is called Overnight and it's produced by Daft Punk, and it's a great Lindsay pick. The moment I was wishing, it's overnight. The minute I was thinking to hold you back. The moment I was wishing, it's overnight. All right, that was Parcels. Um, Let's do the uh, Jason pick. What? I'm still mad at you guys. For your <laughs> Wait, Phoenix, he's aggressively shaking his head. <laughs> Phoenix is way better than you guys are giving credit for. But anyway, let's move on. Right. Um, yeah, so the the last one we're going to talk about is uh, the song Nothing by Verite. Oh, Verite, yeah. So Verite is, uh, you know, I, I think really one of the most slept on uh, kind of alt-pop singer-songwriters out there. She finally just released her debut album after putting out a, a handful of EPs. And, um, you know, the, the whole album is 
just really solid and really consistent. She she's never really had that breakout hit, but I feel like nothing is is kind of emblematic of, of her strengths. It's just it's very beautiful. Like she sounds excellent on it. Uh, she has something interesting to say on it. it it's just like. Yeah, I always feel like she, like she has not had her breakout moment yet, but I'm I'm really happy that she finally has an album out, and I, I think there are just a, a lot of really, I, I don't know, there there are just so, some really uh, powerful moments on it, and I don't know what what you guys think listening to this and listening to I don't know if you heard, listened to any of the album in general, uh, but it's it's great. I like it a lot. I didn't listen to the full album yet. I thought about choosing this song too because I really did Ooh. like it. But wow. glad I didn't because I chose the uh, better. Of the yeah. Songs, wow. But, um, I think she was in our office last week. She was. Yeah. And I was walking by. I was really unfamiliar. I didn't know who it was. And her voice was incredible. Yeah. So that sort of like drew me in. And then to hear it sound just as great on the album was really nice. Um, and I think this song is a good example of that. Yeah. Um, I was blanking on the name of the single, but Phase Me Out, which which came out at the very top of the year, uh, is included on, on her album. It's really great, too. But, yeah, I, I like Nothing. And um, what would you think, Joe? I li- yeah, I liked I also was not familiar with her. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it made me curious to listen to the rest of the album. You know, it's not like one of those songs where it's, like, immediately stuck in your head. But I think the mm-hmm. voice is, is pretty incredible. And yeah. the delivery is very controlled and interesting so i would be interested to hear more and that's cool to hear that she can sing that she can do the same thing live i missed that yeah yeah she was really great she's yeah she's great live um fun fact about her so i met uh kelsey who 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 uh is the singer of verite um a few years ago and uh she had just left her job at the applebee's in Times square (laughs) Wow! Imagine Look working at, her at the now. Applebee's. I actually, can I worked Square? at the Starbucks in Times Square. Did you really? For a year. No what? way! Yeah. Which year? Uh, two thousand eight to two thousand nine. I feel like I was. Do you in... have photos? I Do mean, you have photos. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I, totally, I, I need totally... to see one. Yeah, come um, on. It was. I mean, it was fine. It's like anything, you know. I liked the people I worked with, but yeah, it was very busy. So that was a nightmare yeah, on occasion. Sounds... It was not fun to do hungover. Why'd uh, you Why'd you go to Times Square? It was just where I could get a job. I needed wow. a job, Oof. so, and that's where I got it. So, uh, it was it was interesting. Did I eat the the leftover food? You bet I did. Oh yeah, that I was would one expect of no less. I mm-hmm. also worked at a, a Starbucks. I actually, well, it was a Barnes and Noble cafe, which served uh, Starbucks. Yes. Oh, that's significantly nicer. <laughs> it's very yeah. nice actually, because yeah, it was like a, it was like a Starbucks, but mm-hmm. never really that busy. Everybody's chill, got their books. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry that you had to work in Times Square though. That's crazy. Uh, you know, it was an interesting experience. Whatever. It probably is. I, I maybe I served you coffee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe I did because maybe you did because I've been, I was like interning at that point in the city. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. Yeah. And I think I might have served Lindsay, but you were I don't even know if you were born yet. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I don't think so. 2008 probably far too not. young to be drinking coffee even yeah, if I was. Absolutely. 2008. Yeah, you were probably Yeah, like your mom came in in a stroller. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> The good old days. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's listen to Verite uh, Nothing, and it's from her album uh, Somewhere in Between. There's nothing I could say. There's nothing I could So take it a better day. Just to take it a better. 
night. That was Verite. Um, and uh, instead of the usual outro music, we're going to play some of the lengthy version of Computer Blue. What's our usual outro Be music? Cool. You don't listen to the full podcast? Come I don't on. think I do. I it's, think I um, usually, I think what I usually do is like when it wraps up, then I'm like, okay. No, you just flip through all your parts. Right. <laughs> you just hear yourself speak. <laughs> you have your wife splice together just your voice, and then you listen to it while you go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, she's like, do you want to hear the whole podcast? No, just my parts. <laughs> just the great. me parts. <laughs> Um, no, the outro is The Smiths, How Soon Is Now. Oh, I never knew that. And I... <laughs> I think I probably knew that yeah, at some point. probably knew that at some point. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I don't know, what, what's next week? Oh, well, there's a new Jay-Z album. Oh, so for right. everyone who is a Sprint uh, subscriber, or however that works, a title subscriber and a Sprint <laughs> carrier, what do you call that? Sure. I don't know. Customer. I have to figure out how I'm going to listen to this album. Should we do uh, mid-year picks? Next, yeah, next maybe week. not next week. We gotta talk about the Jay Z next week. Well, we could do both. We we'll could just see. do like a little. We'll see. Yeah, wow. we should do. We should do mid year. Did we do something it. like that already? Though, did we do mm-hmm. quarter picks? We did. I think we did that. Yeah. yeah. Seems like it's time for the half. It, it might be time. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Um. Anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> Uh, See us, catch us in Times Square. <laughs> catch us in Times Square. Either Applebee's <laughs> or Starbucks or love it. Uh, TJF. Who knows? All right. Anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have song of the summer recommendations, you know what you've been enjoying, please tweet it at yeah. us. Uh, us or just you know anything. So anything at all. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Our lovely computer. It's time someone programmed you. It's time you learned love. And lust. They both have four letters, but they're entirely different words. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.